Hello, welcome to another live stream of Talking the Facts of Life. Proud to sponsor by Eclipse Energy. Eclipse Energy! And Delivery! Delivery! Uh, as always, uh, there's us two. My name's Mike Haig, and with me is the producer, compadre, and fan, Mr. Rick Farrell. How are you doing, Rick? Groovy, baby. Groovy, groovy, groovy. Uh, and we are in the groove, both us as a podcast and us as a team. How many wins? What, five wins? Four wins out of five from, from, from the fifth game of summer? We are back in the groove and we are loving it. Um, from, the, from the annual Enya fixture at Swinton, sail away, sail away. It's been a mixed hunting ground for us, but we've got the win. Um, as always, get your, get your comments in, get your opinions, uh, we want to know what you think. Um, it's not just about us because we're always safe. It was we sit in the garden, lovely sunny garden, and just talk, chew the fat about it. But without further ado, let's get straight into it. So, um, have we got any comments yet? Before before we actually chat some rubbish, have we actually got any comments through it yet? Hopefully, no, not yet. Okay, no, not yet. Oh, we can't see the comments. <laughs> no, come on, lovely, right. This is a weird one. We've actually started a podcast on time uh, <laughs> without any technical hitches, not thinking that we're live kind of thing. It's actually running smoothly. So, um, while we're waiting for comments to come in, um, let's have a kind of brief overview of the last two matches because we couldn't do a stream last week because of technical, these technical issues, but we're back on form now. We're making up for lost time, so it's all good. Um, good win against York. Very, very good win against York. Much fancied York. It was a good statement, and um, we um, we discovered a new halfback in a, in the the, the the a new youngster, a new young halfback called Scott Griggs. Who who'd have thunk it? <laughs> with a nickname Grandad. Yeah, <laughs> nickname Grandad. But with age comes experience, and um, it's like it's, it's like I've been saying for a long time. If your legs go at full back, you just get found out. But like we saw with Graham Allroyd, you don't have to be a hundred meter sprinter to to boss the game at half back. And my God, Scott Griggs has been fantastic there. He's he's he's, he's just been so influential, and he's 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 very close. He's, he's he's going up towards being the player of the season so far. What 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 do you reckon? I'm not sure about being player of the season because obviously he missed a massive chunk of it with his injury that he got from. Possibly being shown up that his body isn't built to be a fullback anymore, but I mean, put him at half back, and I'm sure Cavs happy to be playing outside of him. What's that yeah. three three games for him? So yeah, there's no substitute for experience in rugby league, especially at the half back position. And we all know um, how good he is with balling, and his kicking game has been outstanding as well. We yeah, talked yeah. about the York game, that great forty twenty that got us rolling, and then. Um, just, I love the, the little soft hands that he has at the line. He's he's involved in everything. He's he's been outstanding, hasn't he? So I'll give you I'll yeah. give you. He's, he's the form player. I'm, I'm not going. He needs to show a bit more to be player of the year, but I'll uh, I'll say he's definitely in form. He's certainly having an impact in the, the in the victories that we've had recently, and he's bringing <laughs> other players into it. He mentioned Bed Kavanagh. He's, he's another player that's been reborn. Really, he's um, is since since he's joined, he has kind of flat to deceive in terms of his previous form. But my God, he's he's he's, he's certainly making up for lost time, and he's. he's 
left left sided second row could be could be his position there really, and he, he looks really at home, and he's he's scoring tries for fun as well. Again, who would have thunk it? Showing some great pace as well, which I didn't know he had. Oh, I haven't seen for a long time. Good footwork for the big lads. So yeah. yeah, it's great to see one of his own get over off the back of a pass from one of his own. So. Facts lads doing it for the facts. Te- team full of facts lads for sure, definitely. Um, right, we are getting some comments in. So, uh, James Marsden, hey guys. Hey, hey you guys. Um, yes, uh, hello James. Uh, he's, he's sharing the love as well, we love that. Uh, Aaron Bottomley, cheers for joining us. Evening guys, another good week. Another good few weeks to be fair. Come on, let, let's let's spread this love around. Let's we've had a good few weeks there. Um, Adam Patchett, sure, I just seen you passing around Lee's, Ron Lee's. Have you got a stalker here? <laughs> <laughs> it's down the road when you're driving, but you're giving away. Adam, you're giving away the location of the secret bunker. Here. Yeah, do you live in Internet Land as well? <laughs> um, he's also said Grixie just started playing after two years. Don't get too excited. <laughs> it's hard not to get too excited, really. He's, he's showing he's showing his class that we all knew that he had. He's had flashes, haven't he? I mean, there were a game. 2019 when we went to Barrow, I think we've talked about it before, where he was the man of the match and he, he was probably a foot quicker in the in the head than everyone else yeah. around him and we've, we've put players around him now where he can uh, he can thrive. So yeah, even if it has been two years, at least he started playing now, you know. Definitely. And Better late than never. Of, of course, yeah. And uh, again, he's, he's come under some, in my opinion, some undue flack because of who he is, coach's brother, he's, he's the oldest... <laughs> member of the squad and, and that sort of thing but he's he's proven the doubters wrong and he's, he's, he's certainly been one of our best players for the last few weeks and long may that continue although it does open up a conundrum which Stephen Robertshaw has, uh, has, has brought in there what happens when Robbo's back? well that's the million dollar question isn't it Rick? do you change a winning team? I mean it's, it's always hard to do it but we've seen facts coaches do it in the past and mm. uh, I don't, we've got a bit of time before that becomes an issue, aren't we, really? But I, I don't know. Is there a way you can work them all in? Who could knows? do. Could do. The question is, where does he play if you do put those two together? Because I think we've we've established that you cannot take James Wilburn all out of that team. No. That man has been outstanding. Yeah, yeah. And as you posted on the page, you know, he's been rewarded with a call-up to the train-on squad for the World Cup yeah. for Jamaica. So, yeah, I think if you see the, the last comment that's coming, James says, you drop Harris. I think Harris has been great. The last couple of weeks, he's really stepped up. I mean, in the stand at Swinton sale on Sunday, all the talk from all the people around me, the chairman and the media guys from Swinton was, who's that guy? Because that guy can play. Yeah. And that was Liam Harris. So, eh, I'm not too sure. Since since Grix has come in, um, Harris seems to be a lot freer. He seems, yeah. seems to be roaming a lot. And, and what was really striking against York was that I think... Robinson and Harris try to play a similar game and they, they sometimes do tend to get in each other's way. Whereas Grix literally had the, the left hand side locked up. Harris had the right locked up, but he had freedom to roam. He had freedom to run, which is what Liam Harris does best. He's a running he's a running halfback. Um he's got a decent kicking game when when when, when he can, but it's it's the embarrassment of riches and in that one you want for a from, from a squad Absolutely. really. And he's, he's obviously, you know, he's a new sign and that he's, he's probably took a few weeks to settle into the side. But the thing that you see from him is what he's doing in midfield. It's not a case of the other halfback taking the pressure off. He's creating the space with his movements in midfield that's then creating the space out wide for Grixie to put Cav and whoever yeah. through these holes. So yeah. he's been outstanding for me. I don't think 
I don't think you can drop him, to be honest with you. Like I say, it's, a, it's an embarrassment of riches. It's a, it's a nice problem to have, isn't it? But It's an unforeseen, Eddie, because yeah. who'd, who'd have thought Woodburn Hall would, would, would go to fullback and, and keep Scott Griggs out of the team? Yeah. Every, everyone thought that as soon as Scott Griggs is... is uh, fit, he'd go straight back into fullback, put Woodburn all back to centre, and it's kind of all the whole yeah. thing. Give Simon Griggs his dues. He's he's picked he's picking players in form in 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 the positions that they're playing, and he's he's not prepared to make bold decisions and playing people out of position because Scott Griggs definitely weren't signed as an halfback. He's played bits of it throughout his career with Wakefield and Musfield and that, but the way that he's taken to it is, as you say, it's just that little touches of class which makes players play around him and in that the sign of a great halfback that makes other players look good around yeah. you Jonathan Thurston did it for years and, and look how good he was not comparing Jonathan Thurston to Simon Griggs obviously but it's uh, uh, so, well, but uh, yeah S. Well, Griggs yeah. <laughs> um, J- uh, uh, James Wilson throwing a curve ball Griggs at 13 well could be an option. You wanted more there other week, mate. Make your mind up, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Jacob Fairbank or Adam Tangata might have something to say about that, but it, it, it's, it's an option. It's whether it, there might be some games where it calls for it, where you need a ball handling loose yeah. forward uh, and that sort is of thing. Is big enough to do it, though? Because obviously you need, one thing you need from your loose forward is a lot of defensive midfield when the other team's coming out of yards, and I don't think without important in attacky is that you want him doing a lot of defending. Yeah, it's exactly the same. He's, he's, he's not necessarily a spring chicken and you don't necessarily want him in the in the call phase doing that. He's, he's, yeah. he's good enough keeping out wide and putting his energies into that, that half-back role there. Um, there's loads coming to come well, I just want to say here as well, like you were saying who would have thought he'd have come in and played full-back. You, you might get some people saying like, oh, well, you can bang him in at centre. Do you think Scott Griggs would be wasted as a centre? Yeah, definitely. You, you, you want Scott Griggs to have his hands on the ball because when, whatever he does is class and he, he either as you saw on Sunday at Swinton he can either dummy through and, and score himself or he can lay tries on a plate for, for Ben Cav so uh, you want you want him on hands on the ball in the right areas you don't want him doing loads of tackling at the cold face where, where big boys forward should be you want him in those clutch moments because more often than not in the last few weeks he's he's, he's done the business for us really so yeah I'm, I'm 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 more than happy to see him at half back again i wouldn't know what to do when robinson gets fit because it's it's an embarrassment of riches that we've got and do you do you, do you carry on with with a winning formula or do you go game to game really because one thing Robinson has over both of them is an amazing kicking game yeah. both place kicking and out of out of boot but he's also a good running game as well as Robinson he's got he's got it all and it's 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 such a it's such a difficult decision if I had a bullet to me uh, a gun to me head now I wouldn't drop Griggs at all it would be between Robinson and Harris and I wouldn't know if I if, if and on I'd pick Robinson just because he gives a bit more kicking game yeah. but I wouldn't complain either way <laughs> either way I wouldn't complain it's one of those as well there might be an argument for like horses for courses like you said there might be a game where we need to play a different type of halfback and move yeah. people around but we'll, we'll come to that when we get to it you know like like I said before you don't change a winning team for me because they, they need to build these um, 
understandings amongst each other and, and confidence, which, as you know, yeah. in any team sport is massive. So Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Um, other comments, what have we got? Adam Patchett's got a couple. He thinks Harris is an excellent kicker. He is, not necessarily long distance, but certainly close to the line. But I think his main strength is his running game, for sure. Um, Adam also says, we have so much speed on the follow-up play and play the ball with Amia and Woodburn all. Gives us a dynamic we haven't had for in a while yet. Definitely. Um, I thought Amir Burrow was, 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 he was my man of the match on Sunday. Obviously, Grits gets a lot of the plaudits, and I think Liam Harris got a player to watch on one of the rugby daily things or whatever it was. Uh, but yeah, I thought Amir Burrow and Elliot Morris, who we'll come to in just a second, um, when they came off the bench, completely changed the game. And he's just classes Amir Burrow. Like, how uh, I'm so surprised we're going to even thought about recalling him because he's, he's far too good for this league. Well, well the talk. <laughs> Is, excuse me. The talk is that he's out of contract with Wigan at the end of the season, and there is a chance that we might be able to keep hold of him permanently. So, well, this I think he's sure enough in that short amount of time we've had him to say that he'd be worth putting a bit of investment into. Definitely. You know? So, this is the start of the Amiaborough uh, uh, <laughs> squad builder. Uh, the the talking the facts of life. Keep Amiaborough in Halifax. Fundraising. Uh, fund, fundraising uh, yep so yep. yep so uh, you, you heard it here first and if you are watching I'm here please stay please stay if we don't, you know, who wants to go back to Wigan the, the top funny over there and eat too many pies um, but yeah absolute class act and uh, Woodburn all as well um uh, again, massive congratulations for him to be part of the Jamaica squad for World Cup. How good would it be to see an actual current Halifax player playing the World Cup? Absolutely brilliant. And it's happened before. It, 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 it's not, not in World Cup. Oh, he did. He played at World played Cup. Of course, he did. Yep. Got spat out with first tackle. <laughs> it won't be the first and won't be the last to get spat out by a PNG player. Uh, but yeah, um, he's just cla- he just He's just looking better and better, more comfortable and comfortable in every game. Every time we got the ball on Sunday, he just looked to break. He, he just looked dangerous, and he's just effortless. He's he's just smooth as silk. He's and yeah, he, he, he's he's definitely undroppable. You just do not drop Woodburn all because he, he comes up with with those moments there. Um, and uh, Peter Wood has joined as well, and Peter? he's said about Elliot Morris. That's exactly why I said we're coming to it because I can see it there. Uh, Elliot Morris, he's a shout out, makes yards, has a half load, has set up a few line breaks. Yep, um, whoever we're watching on our league live and also on the highlights, we've heard a uh, friend of the show, Matt Shaw, who definitely isn't a Fax fan, uh, obviously. Uh, he said that um, Elliot Morris is one of the most underrated players um, in, in the league, and I completely agree. I think he's gone underrated for so long, and he just does. He does the simple things brilliantly, but he also comes up with a bit of class as well. And Amir Burr's try was literally made by him breaking through quick play the ball and that's where he thrives and yeah. it works it works his blood to water he's just class absolute class yeah i know i know you're a big fan of him as oh, well, massively. i thought he had his best game of the year um in the last couple of years and that's saying something against york last week he was just dominating there for the thing about elliot is he came in as sort of like he'd been rejected from huddersfield um came to the reserves proved himself and he just gets a little bit better not not every year year on year but every game every game he's He's taking on board the coaching he's got from Marshy and then obviously from Simon and gets a little bit better. You never see him get... Have you ever seen him been put on his backside? Not ever. No. He's, he's always keeping his feet. He gets these quick play of the balls. He's got, like you say, an offload game. He's, he's not slow as we saw when he were backing up um, Scott Griggs. Exactly. Summer Bash to get yeah. that famous try that he got. And he's probably been my favourite player in the squad because he... 
He's so quiet and unassuming, but he's just an absolute animal on the field, and that's what you want. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, he, he never gets dominated. He always wins his tackle. He never misses a tackle. He always makes yards, finds his elbows and knees quickly. He's just a class player, and... I'm very happy for him to continue being under the radar because it means that he's just going to stay at yeah. Halifax and that sort of thing. Well, but yeah, here, I can't believe that we've kept hold of him for as long as we have because that's a yeah. Super League standard player. Oh, definitely. Me. He reminds me a lot of prime Sam Barlow in terms of what he does. Uh, play probably slightly different positions maybe, but in terms of what he does, he's a Super League player in waiting in, in that respect. And um, Whether you you guys think that comparing Sam Barlow is a compliment or not, I will leave in your heads. <laughs> but yeah, he just the way that he moves, his body shape, the way he moves before the line, I just think he's, he's prime 2010 Sam Barlow and, and he's, he's just class and he was class in that respect there. I mean his offload game as well, when we signed Springer, we were all saying oh that'll be the guy that's going to get these offloads with any yeah. to a degree but Elliot as the amount like um, Peter said the amount of line breaks that he's created by getting his arm through the tackle and round the back of the man with yeah. three men on his back as well is it's frightening yeah and well if he keeps on that upward trajectory that he's on we're going to have a, a really really top class forward exactly let's mention Springer why he said that how good's he been the last oh, few yeah. weeks as well slow starts the season kind of and like I've, I've kind of touched upon this on previous podcasts the the role of a prop forward it can be slightly different you have ones where they are explosive buster line and other stuff or you can have other ones where they just work horses and might come over and not float Springer might have had different roles in different teams yeah. the last few weeks is is just been brilliant because he did get he did get a lot of stick because and he get dropped as well didn't he um, and he'd been in and out of the team, but arguably he's probably our form prop forward along with Morris at the moment because every time he looks to get the ball, if like, as, as mentioned before, if Sean Pinkovich was still playing with us and I implore Brandon Moore and I'm, I'm, I'm here, but every time Springer gets the ball, follow him, get on his yeah. shoulder because it can offload from whether it's before the line or through the line and offload it from Absolutely. there. He's, he's, he's got big reps from me the last few weeks for Springer. You mentioned as well that like, he had a, a slow start. Maybe it's a bit of transition time from him going from being a full-time pro Definitely. for a long time to, to being part or being part of a part-time squad. It's it's a bit of a, a change in how you train, how, when you train. So maybe it, it took a bit of time to get used to, but we're definitely starting to see in picking up to that form that we all know that he's capable of and long mate continue. Really. Definitely, yeah. We 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 look to be you mentioned right at the start, it's groovy, we're all in the groove. We are just hitting that nice peak there, so it's great. Um Nathan Farrow agrees oh. with us about Morris. He reckons he's been the best prop consistently for three years. Yeah. 100%. Can't 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 disagree with you there. And they say we we've got an embarrassment Richard with props because we've got Tangata as well, um Springer, Dan Murray. Dan Murray does He's kind of the, the a prop from the other end of the spectrum in terms of he's not gonna bust through loads of tackles and and and, and be like eye catching displays. But what Dan Murray does, he works his blood to water. He always finds his feet like kind of like what Elliot Morris does there. He's he's very effective at what he does. Is Dan Murray? He loves being here as well. You can see that. Yeah. Thing. I mean, when you see as we're gonna come on to, uh, I've, I've got a question for the fans that I want you to answer to. But when McGrath jumped in the corner, you saw him on the footage jumping exactly. up. Exactly. 
He's, uh, he's really enjoying his rugby, being back at Fax. He wants to be here. Some of the lads that we've signed in the last couple of years have sort of seen it as a stepping stone. He sees he wants to move up a level mm. with the club, so that's always... And there. Liam Harris have noticed as well, does that. You can see Liam Harris, with, when we make good defensive plays or, or, or score tries, yeah. he's a ringleader in those celebrations. He's loving it there. Absolutely. And we were worried that we wouldn't be able to... Because obviously the blueprint of that came from the uh, future Hall of Famer, Scott Piggy Morell. Um, <laughs> and we thought we'd never be able to uh, replicate that, but it seems that they sort of, it's become a part of the DNA of being a fax, half fax, <laughs> you know. A, a fax, fax number fax. six. That's it, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, speaking of McGrath, he took his chance very well on Sunday. And Both? Yeah, they, they, they did very, very well. But in, in terms of the winger, um, Steve Robishaw has come back saying he couldn't understand why Grix dropped Salt and Stall. Said a poor game against York. I don't think so. Well, I disagree with that one. I do. Do, do you think it could be that? It was a victim of his own success, Salter, because we know how good he is. And maybe he did have a, not necessarily great game against York, but kind of a standard okay game. Yeah. That because of that, it's deemed as a poor game. And we, we expect more, do you think? Yeah, maybe. Do you I think Grixie's been a bit of a tough taskmaster? And maybe, mm. kind of what I believe might happen with some players, we'll get to it soon, dropping Saltonstall to kind of look, say, look, this is what you need to produce. Yeah if you're not going to be in a team. And Conor McGrath took it with both hands. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the thing about Salty is everyone knows the strength of his game. He's bringing the ball out of yard. He's taking the, yeah. the pressure off the forwards. But I think in the York game, he threw a few, a few passes on when we were coming out of our own 20 that really put us under pressure. And if, if I mean, we'll come on to later, our goal line defence wasn't as strong as it has been. No. We might have conceded on the back of silly errors that didn't need to be, you know, unforced errors. So, yeah, I kind of understand it, but... You know, like you said, Fo Foxy, as Grixie calls him, uh, he said he'd been training really Fox well piece. in the background. And if you've uh, if you've been training well and someone in front of you has a bad game, it's the next man up mentality. Exactly. So I've got a question here to get some more comments in and get this thing rolling. So after Sunday, who plays this Sunday? Conor McGrath or James Saltonstall? Yeah, yeah, that's a very good so question. Get your answers in the comments. Um, yeah. I'm sure. I, I, I do, again, I've said many times you can't change a winning team. I think Foxy has to go again for me. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I was going to say something there. Um, he's gone completely. Yeah. What, what we've always said in this podcast, we don't know what happens in training. We don't know what happens behind closed doors, behind fences and training sessions and stuff. Um, but also, you've got to go what happens on the field. And again, we all know Salt and Stall on his day, is one of the best wingers in the league. And, if, and, and his performance against York wasn't that. I didn't think it was a poor game whatsoever. But again, he might just be a victim of his own success, that he's not spectacular. My thing is, is the guy inside him, Greg Worthington. Now... We all, we've all seen, we've had two examples there of two of, of two players who have been dropped, um, dropped from the side. Um, Rick needs to sort out some house admin. <laughs> uh, we've had two examples of um, players being dropped from the side um, and come back into the team and being absolute brilliant in Kevin Leroy and Gadwin Springer. Now, Worthington, you'd have thought, playing bottom of the league Swinton, that is prime time for Worthington to show what he's all about. And uh, brutally honest, he didn't show that. He's, he's playing okay. The other centre, Zach McComb, he's come in and, and, and done really well, in my opinion. If there's one guy to be dropped from that back line, it's Greg Worthington. Now, 
we all know he's not a bad player whatsoever. He's not. We all know he's an absolute class player, but he's not showing it at the moment. And if you're saying you've got to play the players in form, then Greg Worthington in form may be having a watching brief for a week or so, yeah. coming back in, because it seems to me, and like I've, I've, I've people look into it, that it's he, starting to bother him. He's starting, you can actually see it from his body language yeah. that it's not coming off for him. Like I think you were telling when against York when... Um, yeah, five were, men on his back. No, when, 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 when Grixie kicked through and it bounced wrong and Rawstone jumped on it and he knew, that, oh, that was my try kind of thing, really. And, 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 and again, it might just do him good. Who do you put at centre? Well, do you put Salt and Salt at centre? Is how long said Barber going to be out? We don't know. But as I say, it's very, very difficult. And again, like we said before, we've got an embarrassment of riches at the moment. We've got, Absolutely. we've got, we've got a decent squad full of class. And yeah, it's very, very tricky at the moment. Um, so answer the question, then, Mike: McGrath or Salt and Stall? I love James Saltonstall. I'm sorry, I, lo I love James Saltonstall. I think if you put James Saltonstall back in the side this week, he will have a storm. Yeah, that added impetus of, like you say, not necessarily a watching brief, but a case of, oh, God, I, 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 there is the potential for me to lose my place. I need to be switched on here. And yeah. It's that added bit of you know motivation, so to speak, but it looks like everyone agrees with you. We've got Adam says Salty, James says Salty plays this Sunday, Riggers, James Saltonstall. Gav Parkinson, I gav up the slope battle. I'd go with Salt and Star to win the rook spot yeah. on. I, I get that absolutely. Yeah, again, again Batley. You said horse of the course before. Batley is a, a unique proposition in in many many facets in terms of the playing playing thinkers. Gilmore and um, Ben White Warfare com a completely different sort of threat than um, Ridyard and the other halfback did Hansen. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, they, they offered practically nothing really. Um, we all know Salty uh, as, he, as his brain farts, he throws wild pass and that, but that's what you get from him. I think his, his policies may cut for that. And McGrath, I, I really do like McGrath as a player, um, but if you're between the two, I'd still pick Salty. The other guy we've not mentioned that, in that respect, Nick Rawstone. Nick Rawstone yeah. has, has been brilliant the last few weeks. And again, like Bernal, every single time he got the ball, he looked dangerous, he looked to break. He's finishing tries really well. And yeah, he, he, he's nailed down that wing spot because for a few weeks, the, the plenty of people, myself included, going, hang on, what, what, what have we bought here? Well, we need, we need to change things around, but he's actually done really, really well. Totally agree. Um, we have had mentions for Matt, Matt Garside. Um, Sean Fax Rothery has mentioned him, but also I think there was a comment further up he as says, well. He says no mentions for Matt Garside. I've got it written here. Yeah, and, patient, yeah and, and there were... There's a plan to this. We don't just make it up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, he's, he's really coming to his own now, and he's, he's actually starting to be noticed. I... Uh, I've noticed Matt Garcia because I love, as, as everyone knows, I love my second rows. Superstar Absolutely. Dave Larder. Superstar Dave Larder. Sonny Bill, Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah, Andy Farrell, all, that, all those sort of people. But Matt Garcia was the one where he didn't necessarily get noticed because he's not the flash. Well, he's, he's more of a Dan Murray kind of kind of player in that, in that respect. He's not spectacular and that sort of thing. Last couple of games, he's, he's woke up. <laughs> oh, I, th I thought Swinton was his best game in a fact shirt, to be honest yeah. with you. I really did, you know, he were, I think someone's put here, uh, let me find the comment about him, comparing him to uh, Gary Mercer. Yeah. Adams said, uh, Garside is like a Gary Mercer, can bounce off tackles, gain yards and get that pass out. We probably haven't seen it 
up to the last couple of weeks. He's, but the thing that Gars does is he does all the dirty work in defence. Exactly, he's, yeah. He's rock solid in defence. Yeah. And he, he's, he's a, a calming influence on, because we've got quite a young squad mm-hmm. across the board. He's a calming influence on the other lads. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that people are spotting. Uh, Matt had a really good game. I think he were probably pushing for man of the match at one point before. Obviously, Grixie were just involved in everything, weren't they? So. Yeah. But, yeah, um, absolutely right to, to praise Matt Garside. Totally agree. So, it looks like the comments, the talk of the facts of life uh, viewers uh, want James Saltstall to come back this weekend, which is... It, it, it's. It's the, it's the opinion. I'm sure people will will disagree. I I, I agree, um, but as I say, it's it's a good problem to have there, really. Um, Adam Patchy and do the bar I'm just attend away games now. About time an apology was made. Let's let's put let's draw a line under that. It was a great atmosphere, fantastic atmosphere. Absolutely. What's happened's happened. We're back sporting the facts. Amazing atmosphere, and lo- and, and again that'll continue at Batley there. Well, so. Bandy, I mean, the drunk can't go off his back. No, it can, but I know, so. I know, I know that I know that a lot of other other folk um, boycotted because of that. But again, what's done's done. If the pod's going, that's it. We're we'll fo- we're focusing on. For what it's worth, I agree with Adam. It is about time that an apology was issued. But yeah, and, and it is. Going. We said before on the first stream after it happened, didn't we? That yeah. The, the, the longer they leave it, the more it's going to fester and become these. You know, conversations in smoky rooms and all that sort of yeah. stuff, even though you can't smoke indoors anymore. But, <laughs> you know, fascists, but... <laughs> Before this uh, becomes uh, Have I Got News For You, <laughs> this is uh, Talking The Facts Of Life. Um, oh, here wow. we, yeah, exactly. Um, Stephen Robert Shaw says, Grix takes facts around the field at Mount... At the Mount Pleasant, old head with a great ruby brain like Muzzy. Yeah, very much, very much comparisons with, with Morel there. Both vastly experienced, both necess- not necessarily fl- uh, fleet of foot, but we don't necessarily need it at halfback. We saw one grand final with Graham Allroyd at standoff, who barely moved really. So <laughs> it's it, it's one of those. Let's do that one. Um, here we go. So um, Back to the salty versus McGrath. Yeah, and the consensus does seem to be that because we're playing Batley, salt is the one to go because. Up the side, one of Salty's strengths, which people think is the only thing he can do, is make yardage out of bad areas and that. Yeah, I think his his finishing is brilliant. I think it's criminal underrated. He can finish, can James Salton style. Um, he's just he's so good at making yards and winning penalties that it's overlooked. Uh, McGrath is a natural finisher. We saw that both tries he scored there. The what, especially the, se- the, the the first one was spectacular. I love the second one, like yeah. proper good fashion wing play, just in and out and in the corner. I absolutely to love be fair, that. Salty's got that in his locker as well, hasn't he? But he has, yeah. My argument about McGrath was as well. If you look at recent times when we've tried to engage Batley in Batley style tactics, just going blood and thunder up the middle, we end up either narrowly losing or getting smoked on their field because they just. They sign a team to play that, they train on it, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Where we've had success, and I think the club actually shared the highlights from three years ago when we played in the shirt with a thing down, the sleeve, mm-hmm. whatever it was, 2018, I think. Yeah, yeah. Was we had our success with Chester Butler and I think Heaton was the winger. That yes, day. it was. The speed on the outside. Yeah, speed the ball and strength. Quick yeah. And have the speed to get round the edge of them. And that's what I think that McGrath offers you over Salt and Stall is just... Pure raw pace, mm. and I don't think maybe maybe Nick Rawstone obviously offers you that yeah, it does, a yeah. bit more than than salty, but it, it's one of those. It's what kind of game? Salt is hardly slow though. Well, come on, he's not he's not slow. He's just not got that like. Who's winning in a foot race? I mean McGrath, you know. but I don't think Salty finishes that far behind. 
But it's again, we're embarrassed for riches here. Yeah. It's 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 good, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. For once, the talk of the facts of life people agree with me uh, for, <laughs> for, 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 for for team selection. But we'll 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 get onto that shortly. Um, have we got? Oh yes, Peter Wood. Tell you what, Peter Wood, you are, you would make a brilliant journalist because your questions are absolutely spot on. How would you rate this fact team over the last decade in terms of potential? I know it's early days. I feel like there's something brewing. Lots of local lads is a bonus too. I've been banging this drum all year. That forget the result. And again, it's it's Grix is building something, and that was a, that was the not exactly excuse, but the point I would make that not to get rid of Simon Grix too early because he's not had a fair crack of the whip. He's having it now, and the, the proof's in the pudding. The question that I will say, which I got shot down. Oh, uh, you wrote a question. Uh, uh, a question with a, a question. A question, a question. Uh, two journalists here. Uh, <laughs> well, one want to be journalist and possibly one there in, in, in yourself, Peter. You may not be a journalist. We don't know. Anyway, question I say. Anyone on who's watching now who wanted Simon Grix out two months ago, uh, have you changed your opinion now? And if so, why? Is it just simply because we're winning? Are we playing more of the team? What 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 would you say now? Um, because I got shot down in flames now because I'm not interesting and on a wind up. But hey ho. Answer the man's question anyway then. Uh, yeah, how, how would you rate, rate this Max team? team? Um not there yet. I think it's got potential. Um twenty seventeen is my best team. Um of the last decade, oh, well, we did this, didn't we? Last decade, yeah, yeah. last decade, there's so many different teams. 2017, in terms of actual what it made to be like a fan, that is head and shoulders above. But let's keep it just on the field, though. Yeah, on the field again, I'd go 2017. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I know Northern Rail Cup in 2012, but I think 2017 beats that because we've got Morel um, on, on, and, and other players as well. 2011, that team should have won more, but. We were, we were five seconds away from winning Northern Rail Cup, weren't we? Or something daft, and then we we kind yeah, of in, yeah we we kind of imploded towards the end of the season. But yeah, I think twenty seventeen is the best one. But this one, if if Grix, if we can finish the season very very well, and Grixy can keep hold of a lot of the players um, and add to it, I think you've got something very something brewing as well. And the local thing is a big big point when we can actually have unrestricted fans in there that's what the club should be proper playing on the fact that it's kind of legal gentlemen it's a local team for local people and local fans and we should be banging that drum totally agree um in terms of how i rate this 2021 halifax panthers side to halifax Island is this the best side. of a halifax panthers side rick this is the best ever <laughs> halifax panthers side um I compared them to the 2015 facts where we had a lot of lads that we didn't really know what they yeah. could do. Um, that side probably chucked the ball around. It was a bit of a false dawn for what was to come, actually, under under Richard Marshall because they were throwing the ball around. We played some good yeah. stuff. And then, obviously, after that, we went back to a very structured, not being able to attack, but winning games by just defending his asses off. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I, I see a lot of that first year of Richard Marshall where we're just taking sides a bit under... We're going a bit under the radar and then... If we, I mean, how many games have we won now? Is it four, four, four and a four out of five? I think. It yeah, is. yeah. If we can, if we can just keep going and ticking away, we've got some favourable fixtures coming up. I don't think we play a real top four contender, depending on how you see um, witness for a couple of weeks. We've got a chance to win maybe seven or eight in a row. Really, and, we and have build on something that's similar to that. So how I rate them, I, I agree with you, Mike. I think that they've got the potential to be possibly the best side that we've seen in the last decade. 
we just need to keep keep building on what we're doing week on week. And we we do see we're doing that. You know what the scary thing is? We haven't played for a full 80 minutes no. yet. And we blow a lot of chances minutes. as well. I mean, yeah, look at Swinton. How many times we broke them up the middle? We're seeing settled side, settled side, winning side, yeah. winning side to confident side, and a confident side is a recipe for success. Of course it, it is. So. Of course it is. And uh, yeah, um, Fax loves being an underdog. And like when we beat York, that was a big statement because everyone fancies York. Obviously, you got Bradford and Fev, but Fev at York seems to be the best of the rest, really. And uh, we made very light work of them. So yeah, and that. What 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 do you what do you guys think? What what's your team of the decade in in that respect there? Uh, and also answer my question. I'd love to I'd love to find out if you, if, if you were anti Simon Griggs six weeks ago, let's say. What's made you change your mind? If if it, if at all, and if not, what more does he have to do? Because well, I've, I've seen people like say, oh, he's still got a long way to go. Of course he has. He's a brand new coach. Isn't he? He's a new coach. First but, ever head coach gig. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's doing a bloody good job, in my opinion. And you can tell what from the interviews that he does that he's not. he's got passion for it and he's not satisfied with... Or with mediocrity, and maybe going back to the salty, the decision to drop salty. Maybe he thought that was a mediocre performance in terms of what salty can give, really. And we've seen it in different players. I don't think particularly Kevin Leroy had a bad game at all before he was dropped. And again, that was for rugby reasons, like I said on 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 the R League stream. Look what he's been like since he's come back. So it it it, it could be a blessing this guy. And as, as like I said countless times before, it's not the worst thing in the world to be dropped for one game, to give him a watching brief, to come back and like say, right, that's what I want you to do. Go and do it. So it wouldn't surprise me if Salty comes full guns blazing. Um, this Sunday, but then also the fact that we are growing as a team as well, so it's yeah. it's great. And as well, like there's nothing worse as a player is there than having to sit on the sideline and watch your mates going out yep. there playing the game you love and knowing there's there's nothing you can do um, to influence the game other than maybe carrying the water and keeping them calm. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I've got another question for everyone, if if you will indulge me. Let's have a sweepstake. We talked about Wormington. He probably hasn't uh, got over the line yet. Oh, God. Who will who will he score his first Halifax try against? Get Batley. your answers on a postcard. We'll Batley. Put... He'll score this Sunday. He's, he has to come. put your neck on the line and it, say he'll score it, I, th- I think he'll score on Sunday. Me. I think, I think he, he gets five in the come. grand final. <laughs> love it. I would love it if that happens. Again, and again, I think it's one of those where as soon as he scores, he won't stop scoring. He just needs that little spark and he'll go um, James Miles never gets to score against Bradford well hopefully the whole team scores against Bradford also James Miles said why don't we see the Panther games don't know there is maybe again it might be sort of one thing to because they were not COVID properly maybe? yeah we're not properly back in grounds yet I'm not seeing any mascots at games yet really seen any mascots there weren't were, were a lion on Sunday there weren't yeah that's uh, a really good point actually which you know I don't understand how it would be. I mean, one, you've got to find someone to go in it. If anything, it should, if anything, it should be really safe to wear masks. That's what I mean. And, and you know, <laughs> oh, find a mask. Got you wear a mask. I, d- I don't get that one. The safe it. You'd have to ask the club, mate. I'm, I really couldn't tell you. Maybe that's where I went wrong. I should have wore a, a panther mask when I, before I got ill. But, but that's that's another story. Uh, where you went wrong is you got a job in Brad. <laughs> that's your problem. No comment. Um, James thinks he'll score two or three against Bradford to win the game and become a legend. Hey, if yeah, yeah. also what Steve Tyrus yeah, did. There's any time it. to do it. That's definitely. The hey, and uh, being a Queensbury lad, I'm sure he's had loads of stick uh, and, that, and that sort of thing. But yeah, 
I, I would say I don't like saying that stuff about Greg Williamson because know what a great player he is. He's, he's an absolute class act. But if you don't perform, you don't perform, and you don't deserve to be in the team. You don't just like we, we've seen it from representative level before, and also from X Factor teams that reputation shouldn't get you in in the team. Greg Williamson's reputation is brilliant, but it's dwindling because he's not he's not performing, he's not scoring. We brought yeah. him in to be a try scoring centre, and he's not scored yet. So I don't think he'll be too fussed though, as long as the team keeps winning. You know, it's, yeah. that's the main thing, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, he's frustrated, but. You mentioned like he was a bit annoyed by the bounce of the ball f- against York at the Shea for the Rawstone try. I've heard people actually say that he could have gone for that but decided to leave it because he knows that Rawstone will get there e- more easily and, and you know there's less chance of a ba- uh, York defender getting over yeah. and stopping him. So or you that, could, that's taking one for the team if I've ever seen. Or right? you could say that he's just shot of confidence and a, a prime Greg Worthington would have just died on it regardless. Yeah, really. so. it, it, we don't know. Again, we don't know what happens in people's lives, training rounds, all that sort of stuff. I'm going to say, it, with him being replacement for Tyree, he'll score a hat-trick against Widness. That's my bet. <laughs> that would be poetic justice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, to the 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 the, the oh. X fax number three to the current fax number three. That's it. Yeah. Speaking of Tyra, did everyone see he won't cash fax lottery today? You just can't stop taking money what from Halifax, can you? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can't can't wait for him to to. Well, I, I, unfortunately, I won't be there when he comes back. I'm I'm at my friend's wedding. Jamie, you're probably watching. Can't wait. Congratulations. He, he he's he's one of my fr- bend him. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's one of my uh, few few friends uh, from that who actually watched his stream. So hello. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Nathan uh, says uh, fix. fix. Yeah, yeah. Fix. Come on, come on back to facts. Well, it's one it's one of those things. We'll let you win the raffle kind of thing. <laughs> we'll let you win cash facts for a week. Um, here we go. Well, he's definitely getting the beers in because he's out in facts after that witness game. We've been told so. It'll yeah. be his round. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Peter Wood has come back. Uh, he's heard an interview with Simon Griggs and he made some valid points regarding the fact that the team can now mingle outside of training. Now the COVID situation has relaxed, which helps, especially in being a new team. Definitely. So, Definitely. What 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 I know from my own work, the fact that we've not been able to like mix and socialise at a team is, is has been rubbish and now we're actually kind of back in the same place. It's brilliant. When you're just literally turning up and just training and playing, not being able to well, obviously Tangata and Fairbank have got the farm they're they're down on the farm, aren't they? But the rest of them, they they've not been able to do anything. I cause I remember which game was it? It was after the Oldham game. And again, we kind of said at the time, that could be a watermark season. A lot of the social media, they went out and they went out and got pissed, basically. They went out for a few beers all Bank together. Holiday. Exactly. Yeah, who Bank Holiday, wasn't it? Yeah. And you've got to let people do that because that's where they will have chewed the fat and go, bloody hell, mate, you play rubbish. All that sort, all that sort of stuff. Not just that, but going, oh, get to know about your kids. Oh, yeah, I've got family and this. Yeah. And you get to know them as people and you're more inclined to go. When you're on that field and someone's, you have to scramble across to make those tackles, you're thinking, I don't want to let that guy or his no. friends with his wife, yeah. and his kids and my kids are friends yeah. and all that sort of stuff. The camaraderie is a massive thing in what is effectively a combat sport or whatever they call it these days. Of course it is. Yeah, well, it's combat sport. It's the, the, the Warriors on the pitch, aren't they? Absolutely. And going back to why I think the 2017 uh, team was the best team of the decade, like we mentioned countless times, it was a team spirit. Were, were, were we were were we the fourth 
or did we finish third that, that year? Yeah, I think we finished third. Where, where are we? Oh, no, sorry, that fourth and third year after. Go, yeah. Sorry, go. Were we, on paper, the fourth best team in the league that season? Probably not. Not we in terms probably, of spend. Yeah, well, exactly, not we in terms of spend. Out, we, yeah, mean? not in terms of spend, not in terms of calibre of players or whatever, but what took us above was the fact that we had a band of brothers, and all that's term you, you coined perfectly, but a band of brothers who would go to war, and you mentioned because of the camaraderie that we had, because we they had the chance to go out on the piss and get what and, and, and drink and whatever. They had that time to get to know each other and that sort of thing. That they would put the bodies on the line to protect the mate, and yeah, that's that's, that's exa- exactly and that's exactly what we're going through at the moment. So yeah, definitely. And I suggest that Swabs has said he'd say 2010 team was mint, but for some reason I think his math skills are off because <laughs> a decade ago, 2021, 2011, 2021. If we could all go back to 2020, I think we'd all be very, very That's happy it. in that respect there. But yes, a team full of piss cans. Well, isn't it the old adage that the the, the the plummet line was one of the best reasons, was the main reason why, why the, 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 the team in 87 won the cup? So, yeah, exactly. So it's a team of Halifax. And again, 1998. The the, the, when the Coliseum, the the, the, <laughs> the best thing, and then I think jumping jacks are the spare, an area for for Halifax players in 2010. But yeah, he so goes on, and I'm not so he's completely into football ways. They're, they're all they're incredibly professional from day one, and that sort of thing. And I've seen it in like in uh, dare I mention the other code, but in Lions tours and that. You you, 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 but again, you, you think of Band of Brothers, the Lions tour, you, you, you have you build a team from not practically nothing in a few weeks and that's and again you do that by spending time together going out on the piss chewing the fat all that sort of stuff and I don't think you can compare those two though because you're looking at part time a lot of part time lads that well, exactly, if they yeah. win they get more money for winning so you're thinking yeah. oh god I need I'm a bit short this month if I put a bit of extra effort in my mate can make some extra money and he'll have a better life because of it so yeah it's, it's one of those, but definitely that uh, what what you said, Peter, is is a brilliant point. Hundred percent, definitely, and I, and I think we're seeing that. I think the proofs in the pudding these last few weeks for sure. And as well, like how good has our goal line defence been without any of that team bonding? Exactly, you know, you can imagine yeah. what it's going to be like now that they have bonded and and got together and everything like that. So. Definitely, um, Stuart Tattersley. Thanks for joining us again. Do you think? Do you think our way Fantana has a big influence for the result? Uh, it has an in, it has some sort of thing. Yeah, I know that the players absolutely loved it. Um, it's just bringing that to the home games now, which for many many reasons is is problematic. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but it's not. It's not unique. I remember infamously for a long time, Man United. Um, were criticised for having a rubbish atmosphere at Old Trafford, but away games, they were, I think they were voted the best away fans because the atmosphere that they brought. Something about an away day, especially because we've been locked up home for 18 months or so, we've not had an away day, it just brings something out. And that's a love that I came straight from a stag dude to go to, 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 to Swinton. And it, it was brilliant, absolutely love there. And, and, and not just because it was the annual Enya game, it battled exactly the same, so yeah. I don't get this one. So it says, uh, Ian Waterhouse says, just because the team can meet up, they still have to be careful or we will be like Hulk KR. What, the form team in Super League at the minute that are beating everyone and making the playoffs? That'll uh, do me, mate. I th- yeah, oh, I, th- I, think, I think they've got a few done for COVID and that. Well, I th- I yeah, think, but who aren't? Look at Huddersfield. I, th- I think he might mean Huddersfield because didn't they announce a 13-man squad and then quickly deleted it? That sort of thing. Because I, I'm assuming so, because I'm going to say I don't know anything about OKR. They've been fantastic to watch. And, they have, yeah. And just clarify that, Ian. Did, did you mean Huddersfield? Yeah. 
but yeah, it's, it's, it could be Fev as well. But we don't, we don't, we don't know. At the end of the day, just going out and mingling is, is not going to be enough of a reason to say, oh, they're all going to catch COVID. You know, they've got kids no. that are in school, the wives work, and there's, there's hundreds of places you can catch it and all that sort of we're, stuff. We're, so. we've, we've been practically prisoners for, for 12 months, cut, cut, cut people some slack. They need, we need human interaction, and especially, and it's work at the end of the day. It's a, it's a job for them. They need to, I, I, I socialise with my, my workmates. He's, he's got to be done. You know, granted, it's completely different to rugby players and that, but... Um, we are human beings, and we need we need that interaction there. Um, let's go on a little bit of a tangent for a little bit go because it's something that I want to do. It's something away from Halifax. It's the England combined um, nations game on Friday. I mentioned because we talk about facts, lads. Jake Connor. Um, so, okay, our next kid. Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. Right, sorry. Sense. Sorry, yeah. I'll take it all back in. Sean has come back and said that okay, our next two games off during COVID in the camp. Well. Is that from me? No, we don't know. It could be. It could be anything. It's so weird. It's like the football the other night with the the two, one Scotland player yeah, getting well, it and two England players, but no, the Scottish players. That's why it's lazy. It just seems very. Everything's barmy. I know we don't want to talk too much about it, but there's hundred and forty thousand at Silverstone, and you can't get a can of Fosters in eight hundred at Shea. You yeah, know, it's just exactly. And there's going to be sixty thousand at football semi finals and stuff. Enough now. Yeah, true. But yeah, going back to yeah. the 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 rugby, Jake Connor. One of one of our own used to play out out here with me. What in internet land? In the secret bunker. Taught, taught him everything he knows about being a sneaky <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by this because when it, when the concept was first announced, I just thought it's just a pointless game. But now that, that I didn't realise that the combined nation could include England players that weren't picked by Sean Wayne, and that makes it brilliantly because you've got. Jake Connor, who's going against Sam Tompkins, who's been named as England captain, vying for the fullback slot. You've got Jackson Hastings, who has been completely ignored by Sean Wayne, who's put his hand up and said, look, I am English. I don't want to play for Australia. This is my heritage. And then mix in with a lot of other stuff. I think it's going to be really intriguing. And I think the All-Stars are going to win. Yeah, you said that, didn't you? I mean, you've actually compared it before to, I know you keep bringing up the dreaded 15-man code <laughs> of, the, of the game, but... Uh, I think you said something about the All Blacks having a probables versus possibles game. Yep. And to be fair, I think we'd get more out of that uh, than we probably would playing the Exiles or Ireland or Wales or whoever it is. So I do get it to a degree, but I'm I'm a bit like, what happens if they come head to head and I tackle on Sam Tompkins, wipes yeah. him out. He might he might leave his elbow in a bit longer because he's like, oh, you're not playing at World Cup if it means I can. Well, what what well, well, I'll counter that that is, is origin. State of Origins yeah. had that for 40 years now, and you've had players who, state against state, mate against mate, practically an Australian trial selection, and you'll have a Queensland fullback going to Queensland, or a Queensland hooker, or prop, or whatever, yeah. going, right, you're probably going to keep me out of a test squad here, bosh, or whatever. It. I mean, speaking of the World Cup, I don't know if you've read any of the Aussie news, but it might not, they might not even come. The NRL's trying to get it, so they're saying, oh, it's going to disrupt our pre-season. Shock. So. I mean, Shock. I wouldn't even, it might not even matter in the long scheme of things, but that's uh, well, if a that story is, for another show. Let's keep it on facts. If, if, if that's the case, then let them stay there. We'll have a big party. We'll have, we'll have a brilliant time without them, and then, then they can look stupid if that's the case. Sick and tired of the NRL dictating the rest of the world. Um, right, let's get let's get back to COVID, because that's what the comments are going to be like. <laughs> um, Nathan Robert said, that COVID thing means nothing. That's close contracts within training. Uh, it's done about the England 
Scotland football thing I'm thinking. All oh, right, okay. I don't know anymore. It's just, it's just very, very strange. Well, we've done, we've done 51 minutes, so we're gonna in the next sort of 10, 15, start wrapping up. So if you've got any more questions you want answering, any more points you want to get across, uh, last chance for romance, now's your time to get in. But I want to talk about Batley away. Yep. Because as we know, we either go there and have a really good game or we get smoked. Now, the one <laughs> thing that is, we've seen them already this year, team full of ex-fax lads. Yeah. How do you think we're going to uh, perform? I think we'll win. I, 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 think, I think we all Batley won after the way that the... Practically embarrassed us by knocking us out of the cup. I think we all badly won. In a, a favour, if you ask me. Could be, yeah, as I said, right, right at the very time, it could be a blessing in disguise. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think we all won. We're in the groove. Um, and yeah, I just I just think it's our time now. And um, hopefully Simon Griggs is ramming home the importance of keeping this momentum on keeping the... Because as you say, we beat Batley witness aren't really impressed me when I've seen them we beat them at home and then White who's after Haven. witness Whitehaven again Sheffield yeah oh, it's they're some definitely winnable, winnable games and, and we've got momentum now and we've mentioned teams in the past the 2015 side 2017 side 2018 mentioned all of which came to prominence because we went on mid-season yeah. runs after after May it's like, well, I've had some of us this year but May time is like make or break for Halifax teams we go on really really good runs in the summer and what better place to do it on a baking or hopefully baking yeah. or Mount Pleasant day I mean if you look at Batley as well they've been a bit of a form team this year but they're getting to the point now where they're going to start playing some teams around them they only just sort of scraped past York I think they had like a last couple of minute try where yeah. they just nicked them by two points and obviously we made York look like school kids at, at points so yeah, we do. It, it's hard to say and we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves and I'm sure Simon's drilling it into them that they need to really turn up ready to play with with a game plan and follow it so I can't wait till tomorrow to see what what squad he announces because that's going to give us a massive indication into how we're going to play yeah. but for me get the fast get the speed pits get the youth get don't, don't change your winning team unless you absolutely have to because mm -hmm. of injuries slash COVID slash whatever else and let's let's roll and let's Let's hit him where uh, that crap, that stand behind yeah. the top will be full of blue and white. And uh, and obviously Jamie, friend of the show's, uh, bringing all his flags and balloons and whatever. And Brett with his drum and the Barmy Army will be there. And all you guys yeah. will be there, I'm sure. And let's just hit the ground running from the second. Let's do what we're doing to these teams. Weather the early storm, get his noses in front and then just keep pounding away and, and just pump them into submission. And if we do that... A couple of their players aside, I know they've lost Jack Logan. He's, for some reason, been loaned to Hull. I don't know if you've seen. That's the craziest no. transfer story I've seen. A championship side loaning players to Super League teams. <laughs> but let's just, like I say, hit the ground running and let's let's give them a pasting because we own one. We really own Definitely, one. Definitely, yeah. And, and we, we, we've seen high scores at Batley previously, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility or anything like that. But, yeah, it's just... We're, we're, on, a, we're on a good thing at the moment. We're on a good roll. We're on... Um, we're in the groove, and yeah, I think the 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 feel good factors there, and like we mentioned, yes, it was only only Swinton and not yet to win a game, but some of the tries that were scored on Sunday were brilliant, and then again, the the, the camaraderie and the play, it was it was enjoyment, and they came over to fans at the end, they were loving it. We we we're, get, we're getting a good side together, and yeah, I just think we all badly won, and I'm 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 quietly confident we'll we'll go and do the business there. Um, Vicky Webster, hello, hey, Vicky. Vic. Uh, looking forward to seeing you all at my first game of the season and a fax win. Go on, lass. Yes, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, fax win. Let, 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 let's go and do it. Let, let's let, let's do it. We so we de we're definitely open for, for for cup game, and 
Yeah, I, 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 you've you've stolen my thunder there, Rick. That was right, Chilean speech. Yeah. You, you said there. You know me. Get into him. <laughs> Rip him up. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, guys, we're gonna start wrapping it up shortly. So any anything anyone wants to discuss at the last minute, let us know now, or we'll uh, we'll start to wrap this thing up, Mister Hague. What? Or should I say, Mister Jack Nicholson? Yeah, with oh, them sunglasses, f- fat Robinson. Um, yeah, well, I will say I I, I was going to bring this up, but I, I'm I am a, I'm a humble man. I know when I'm beaten, uh, but <laughs> I know that you're all wrong. But we put our team out, and uh, you all vote for Rick practically. Um, so yeah, uh, this is the last podcast that we're going to do together because obviously you like him a lot more than me. Uh, but no, no, seriously. Hey, uh, <laughs> tell you what, the the. The, the what you had on your team the Borough um, Hooker and Brandon Moore at loose forward I love that dynamic and it was shown on, on Sunday how good it is yeah. and as I say I'm not saying your team's a bad team it's just it's, it's opinion we all have opinions like we all have a certain other part of the anatomy which rhymes in bold blast uh, blast uh, bold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah and um yeah, it, it's very, very exciting. It's like, like we've said loads of times so far this stream. We've got an embarrassment of riches. We've got lots of options there. Um, I'm looking very stupid now because I didn't put Grix or Kavanagh in. And also on the live show, we didn't mention bloody, uh, Elliot Morris or Dan Murray as well. So we had to uh, think about that. But yeah, yeah. We were sat here, weren't we, saying, oh, we've got no, have we got any forwards? We need some forwards. <laughs> and then we went, oh, but Morris. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, if it looks at a squad All we're list. really saying is we're not actually qualified to be running a show like this. So no. don't take anything we say seriously. And, we're just and nowhere near the coaching job at Halifax. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, Nick Barber's finally joined us. He's, yeah. he's, he's just uh, surfaced Rubber from the uh, battle is going to be tough but if we go with the right attitude and play the percentages we can get a good win the ex-fast lads will want to get one over us but I'm confident in our ability as a unit as we have a great pack let's fight fire with fire and let Woody do the business down the slope yeah for sure Amen. definitely again the Woody, every time he got the ball, and I know battle is a completely different picture Swinton but he just looks so dangerous and if he can and especially Gadwin Springer going down that slope. Our fall was going down that slope. Should be a monstrous thing going through. And again, get Burrow or Brandon Moore behind Springer, and we should be scoring tries for fun or at least creating them. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I agree, Nick. I, I think I think I think we'll win. I just uh, someone someone else that like I can't remember who said it, but I think something special is brewing and. I think um, it's what I've been saying all year. I think Simon Griggs is doing extremely well in getting, getting a getting the squad together and b getting them getting them playing. And I think they're integrating very very well there. Absolutely. Um, I think um, for me the main thing and one thing we, when we lose at Battle that we struggle with main word I've written here discipline our discipline pen not piggybacking them yeah. up that hill needs to be hundred percent spot on as we've seen in recent weeks. I think. We've been pretty squeaky clean, you know, we've given we a handful have. of penalties away. Yeah, so. and, and our defensive discipline's been absolutely amazing. And also, we're not necessarily conceding the penalties we're conceding early in the season. Again, that comes with work on the training pitch and work and good coaching. So again, uh, the silence is deafening from people who I know for a fact were, weren't... Uh, 
Greeks fans at the start of the season who might have changed their tune here. Um, Tony Riley has got a really, really good point. You're right, Tony. Um, wonder what will happen with our away game in Toulouse. Bradford got theirs cancelled, which counts better than going there and losing under the percentage system. Uh, yeah. Um, again, it's one of those... Do we do a 2017, go over there and win and get points on the board? Or is it better for us to kind of concede a walkover defeat and keep players fresh an extra game we don't have to play? Well, I think, no, they, if they cancel, because we're a part-time team, we would get the points not to lose. Ah, right, okay. That's the way I think it works. Right. Although they haven't lost a game yet, have they? So. No, but they've had, they, they, I think London stopped the game there and Bradford got theirs can, cancelled. What did Bradford get? Did Bradford get the points? Or, because they're, they're, they're a f- what I call fluid in terms of their um, uh, part-time, full-time jobby thing. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. We don't know. Personally, I'd, I'd, I'd love us to play to lose because you've got to, you've got to play the best to beat the best and all that sort of stuff. Um, another piece thinks it's not worth it really, but don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure with the amount of disruption that you get from going, having to go over there and if you came back, you have to quarantine and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's not worth the time. It's, mm. Yeah. It, they should have put them in Super League, shouldn't they? That was plainly obvious to everyone, yeah. and now it's coming back to bite them on the arse. It so. is, yeah, because unfortunately, Leon aren't doing too good. Hey, um, why? No, unfortunately, about it. If they can take our record away of going down without winning <laughs> a game. And that would be brilliant with, exactly all, all my, with all my Lee friends if they don't win a game. Yeah, the answer <laughs> to uh, Pete's question the best te- fax team in the ne- in the last decade or last couple of decades would be Lee 2021 for taking our <laughs> unwanted record away. <laughs> yeah, they they, they, they got to either win one game or um, yeah they get salary points or whatever uh, Tony's confirmed no Bradford didn't get the points so so what happened with the points did Toulouse get them it's, it's such a weird system really. no result, I'm we don't know anymore um We'll deal with that when we get to it, won't we? Yeah, and lastly, Nick Bowers said, Griggs rested Tangata Springer for long minutes in the second half at Swinton. Also rested Fairbanks, so we are fresh. Yeah, we are fresh in there. And again, I'll go back to the Saltonstall thing. I think he'll pick Saltonstall, and I think he'll he'll prove why why he should be there. And again, Griggs, he might say, look, you're our number five. Go and prove your number five instead of whatever Conor McGrath's squad number is. Well, it's good to hear that we're fresh and raring to go. It's a massive Hopefully. game, so everyone watching and tell your friends, get over there to Batley, get your tickets bought, get your blue and white out. Let's let's go and give them the business, because like I say, it's never a nice place to go with the pitch and the fans that are as parochial as we are. Let's make let's it a home it game. Them. Let's make it a home game. You know, let's give it them. Definitely. Let's get into it. Let's get stuck in. Um, we'll get stuck into it on a live stream next week after it. Uh, maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday, we don't know. We are fluid. We are fluid in these sort of things. Um, we don't, we'll don't. we have to time it very well in terms of Euro games. Uh, one thing for sure, we're definitely not going to do it on Tuesday. <laughs> definitely not actually on Tuesday because no one will want, want, want to watch it, no one will watch it, and we will be watching the football as well. So, yeah, um, we'll see you sometime next week. Rick, as always, thank you very much Cheers, uh, for all that you do. Um, thanks for coming. Uh, and from myself, Mike Egg, as always. And also, before we go, thanks for the Clips Energy. Clips Energy! And delivery. delivery. From all of us, take care, love you, Bleak, and up the Fax Panthers. <laughs>